2: Collinsville, St. Louis.
4: It's the Brown and Crouppen morning after. Missouri, which
5: I... Well, you'll hear it on Saturday. Between the hedges, this is what they're going to play when Missouri runs out
1: i shake do, him up Yeah, I think that would be really
2: funny. I do, too. I'll, see, bring, my, the- I'll bring my Beats box, my Bluetooth. James can play this. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because James will be between the edges oh, you're gonna be on Saturday. There. That's right.
5: <laughs> well, that'd be great if you were to play that and see all the Georgia fans kind of look at each other like, what am I going to try and play that? <laughs> <laughs> James
0: Carlton in studio. He's my insurance agent. He's the Plowlix insurance agent, and he's online at carltoninsurance.net. And, man, does he do a wonderful job, and I'm so happy I made the switch, James. It's a wonderful switch that I made. Well,
2: thank you. And congrats on the title
0: sponsor. What thank a, you so what much. What a great, great
2: group of guys. Yeah, Brown yeah. and Crouppen, new awesome. title
0: sponsor here on TMA. Uh, and it crashed the text inbox with the uh, <laughs> with the number of texts that came in between 7.50 and 8.10. We were still getting, I think it's Brown and Crouppen at 8.10. And the announcement was at 7.56. Uh, so uh, it's great to have the audience engaged. The audience will be engaged at 9.45 for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. And then at 10 o'clock, uh, Jackson and I will go down the hallway, and uh, they'll be engaged. Just a different kind of engagement at 10 o'clock on uh, Balloon Party, oh, presented to yeah. you by Munganass, St. Louis, okay. Acura, and Alton Toyota. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to welcome to the program presented every Monday by James Carlton, of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, the Colonel, Gabriel P. DeArmond of Powermazoo.com. Morning, Colonel.
4: What's up, guys? How are you doing?
0: Well, I imagine you came in here to gloat a little bit about what took place last night.
4: Uh, what's that?
5: Soccer. Soccer.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, n- not so much.
5: Oh. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> well, found,
4: out that, found out that game was happening at like 9.15 last night? Uh, yeah, and
0: then so you stayed up late I to found watch?
4: Out, found out the result this morning because I do have one
5: friend who likes soccer who told me. Oh, God. You are raining on this city. You really are. <laughs> Oh, sure, we beat St. Louis, no big deal. Oh, did that go on? I'm, I figured we'd beat I, them.
4: Look, I, good for the Wiz. Uh, that's what I still call Kansas City Soccer team. Oh, that's right. Um, they were the
5: Wizards, Doug. Yeah,
4: yeah. that's what they were. Um, I don't, yeah. No, There is. Uh, there, there are not many sporting events you could find that would uh, cause me to gloat less.
0: Oh, no, <laughs> Doug, it doesn't sound like okay. a promo is being cut. No. So do you think of the the win by Sporting KC softened the blow for most Kansas City area sports fans of the loss to the, the Broncos?
4: Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. It's much more important. Um, if you inform me of the name of anyone who plays for Sporting Kansas City, I'm a much bigger fan of his than Patrick Mahomes. Oh. See, there. You
5: go. Are you embarrassed by the name Sporting Kansas City, which I think is the worst name in all of professional sports?
4: I mean isn't St. Louis's team named like City Soccer Club or something? <laughs> City, yeah. At least it's not Sporting. I mean, I I'm mean, getting the sense Gabe isn't real invested kind of, in soccer. It's Georgia. Yeah, we're, we're kind of having. Uh, we're kind of having a. a, a Pretty meaningless discussion here, right? Oh, <laughs> Cut that
0: off. We can gosh. use that at any time. Oh. That is a, that is an evergreen oh. drop right there. Right, uh, Colonel. Welcome to Georgia Week, and just like James Carlton, you are going between the hedges. When's the last time you were between those shrubs?
4: I think it was 2013. Oh, that's I don't good think news. I've oh. been back for a game there since then. It's possible I covered one in the interim, but I don't remember it if I did.
0: Nice. Uh, That was an 11 o'clock kick. Um, Georgia was highly ranked at the time. And, uh, of course, not the situation that it will be this time around with a 24-game win streak. Just a real brief aside before we start to get into what took place over the weekend and looking ahead to this coming Saturday. Do you think when the committee announces their first uh, rankings tomorrow night that Georgia will be number one?
4: that off maybe not because first of all these rankings are so dumb like (laughs) it's clearly just done for tv ratings and let's get people talking and so for that reason i could easily see ohio state or maybe michigan being number one i
0: think i'd bet on Uh, ohio state right now it's interesting that you're seeing that too
4: yeah the only one that matters is obviously the last one and we learned that, that the year that You know, TCU and Baylor, like, played in the Big 12 final game. And uh, the winner was was clearly in the top four. And then they just said, yeah, no, we're just going to drop both those teams out because neither one of them ever should have been here. You know, so these rankings don't matter at all. I could see them having Georgia two or three just to uh, have something different.
0: Yeah, I think right now, if you're going to base it on what a team has done, Ohio State winning at Notre Dame, and uh, winning at home against Penn State, I think, is the most impressive of the teams that are undefeated. Uh, the win in Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean,
4: Michigan and Georgia haven't played anybody, but, like, Michigan's beaten everybody by 67 points. 67 you know, points. that has to count for something. And Georgia, I mean, Georgia, has they were behind South Carolina 14-3, Auburn 10-0, Florida 7 nothing, And they just said, I guess we're going to try for a little bit and turned all those games around. And, and none of them were really in doubt late. Um, right. Uh, to me, 25 wins in a row, You're, I, I think it's 41 of 42. Like, Georgia is number one until they aren't, until somebody goes and, and knocks them off.
0: That's uh, Doug, that's uh, your theory as well. Mm-hmm. We were uh, discussing in the uh, previous segment our uh, percentages of likelihood that Missouri uh, actually wins this thing on Saturday. I'm not going to put you on the spot on your prediction yet because I know you do that on Friday on Power Mizzou. Um, but uh, what we, 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 we I think we were texting about this, and we might have talked about it on the air as well. I mean, what Missouri did in the first quarter against LSU, the final three quarters against Kentucky, and the first half against South Carolina, if they play like that against Georgia, and Georgia's not on their A game, Missouri is in the game. I know it might sound ridiculous, and I went to Missouri, so it's biased, but that, that's a real thing. The issue is if Georgia plays like they did in the first half against Kentucky, and, and really after Florida scored their first touchdown, that I'm not sure what Missouri does would matter as much. But Georgia has had some uh, off games themselves. Missouri has had some off quarters and halves, and the Middle Tennessee State game was brutal. So what kind of specifics would have to happen for Missouri to remain in this game with a chance to spring the upset on a 16-point favorite?
4: I mean, this game's about Georgia to me. If Georgia plays pretty well, they're going to win. And if Georgia plays an A game, I still think they beat anybody in the country and they beat everybody except two or three teams by multiple scores. Um, If Georgia comes out and plays its best game of the year, they're going to cover that 16-point spread. And I'm not sure it matters what Missouri does. Uh, But, look, I I mean, turnovers is always the easy... Like, you can't go lose the turnover battle and and win this game. You've got to win it and you've probably got to win it by two. Um, I, I think... The biggest thing for Missouri is Georgia's run game is not what it has been. They don't have that, like, first-round running back and and just dominating people up front. And and so most people might think, well, that's that's not as important an area. I actually think it's the biggest key for Missouri. I, I think you consistently need to be putting Georgia in second and eight, third and seven, things like that. And just put them in a situation where, look, you know what they're doing. Now, it's not easy to stop. They've got, even with Brock Bowers out, they have nine guys that have 100 yards receiving. Not one of them has 400. But it's just, you can't really key in on a guy. But they've got the fourth best passing game in the country, I think. And so, but just put them in a situation where you know they have to throw the ball and then try to get pressure on Carson Beck. I mean, Missouri mostly was in that game last year because their defensive line was better than Georgia's offensive line. And so I think that's probably the key matchup.
5: Missouri, and I call them Sporting Missouri, they have pretty much everybody okay. healthy, don't they? I mean, they have the whole roster available.
4: Um, So far as I know, I mean, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow, but, uh, you know, they didn't have... They don't have any, like, season-ending injuries, and they just had a week off. I, I would expect everybody to be available for the city of Columbia.
2: Gabe, last week on your podcast, I really like how you phrased this. If you could give Coach Drinkwitz the circumstances, if you, you have to play George on the road, but you can dictate the other circumstances. Will you go through that process again with our audience? Because I, I found that pretty interesting. It gave me a little optimism.
4: Yeah, I mean, you had a week off. Um, you know, obviously you're sitting 7-1, and one. Georgia had to go on the road and play a rivalry game. Now, if Drinkwitz could have picked something else, I think he would have picked that Georgia win that game in like nine overtimes and and really had a physical battle against Florida. They didn't. That was mostly over at halftime. You know. So, but I think and, and it's not at night. It's it's a two thirty game, three thirty in the Athens. So, I think there are things that you look at and. You don't say they favor Missouri, but you say, well, this is how Missouri would choose them to be if they had a choice.
0: You're right about that. That's an interesting option. I was thinking of the sets of circumstances, and you're right, Missouri with the bye week. Florida is in the midst, or excuse me, Georgia's in the midst of this run of Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, and then at Knoxville, Uh You know, I I just like, I think we talked about it, Gabe. I didn't like when I saw LSU lose to Ole Miss. I'm like, oh, that's not good. You want essentially this set of circumstances. It's about as optimal as it can get. And as Doug made reference to, the team is apparently, we'll find out tomorrow, but healthy going into it. If it's going to happen, the sets of circumstances align for that possibility to happen. Um, And you also made the observation in your uh, column yesterday morning. That with what transpired in Lawrence, which you were on, the colonel predicted predicted that Doug did he yeah uh, that uh, that now if Missouri wins out, Missouri is know. in the college football playoff. It doesn't mean that it's likely, yeah. of course, but now they control their own destiny.
4: Yeah, they need no help. I mean, they needed the uh, they needed Oklahoma to lose a game because unbeaten teams, unbeaten conference champs, were going to get in. Um, there can now only be three of those, assuming that you know this is all based on Missouri obviously beating Georgia. So only Florida State, the Big Ten champ in Washington, can finish a, a Power Five season undefeated. Um, so that means a one-loss SEC team is getting it. If you have one loss and you win the SEC, you are in the playoff. No questions about it. No well, if this happens or that happens. I mean, the the path is now clear. There, I saw a tweet yesterday that they're I think there are like six teams that, that really control their own destiny. Um, you know, I, I would say maybe it's more than that because I think you have to put Alabama and Old Miss in that conversation. If those teams went out, they're probably in. Georgia does. Florida State does. Washington does. Michigan and Ohio State do and and I think you could make an argument that Oregon does if if they were on the table and, and oh, I agree, I, I agree. Finish yeah with I
0: agree with that yeah I see what you're saying I don't but, think Ole miss I don't I mean, think old miss does cuz if Alabama wins out Ole miss is on the outside looking in though right That's fair. that's a good point yeah yeah but yeah I mean Missouri's one of a handful of teams that's in that spot. I, I I know we texted about the biggest road game in November for Missouri since when, and we really couldn't come up with one was, as far as a road game in November where both teams are playing for a championship. I, we're we're you know we're, we're certainly uh, older than we were when we were uh, chasing ass down in Columbia no. like Brad Pitt and George Clooney because that's what Gabe and I have been compared to. The we have you kind of wide That's right. We did. We did indeed. But would would this be the biggest win? for Missouri in our lifetimes? No. Because you, uh, you would always not, have Kansas 2007. Is that the reason?
4: Yeah, I mean, and, and really those late games in 2013, too. I mean, this what this is to me, it, there's no way it's the biggest, it, because if things go the way you want them to go, if you win this game, this doesn't end up even being the biggest win of this year, right? Because it doesn't, there's not the next step. Right, I mean, this isn't the championship. This isn't the game that puts you in the championship. This keeps you on track for that. Um, now, beating number one in their place, yes, you can argue that on a, for a single day, it is the biggest win in Missouri football history. But, you know, that Kansas win put you a step away from the national title. Um, all those wins in 2013 after losing to South Carolina allowed you to – be right there for the national title. I just don't think a week nine game, because if you win this game, it's only the biggest win in school history. If you also win the next three, you win this game and come loose to Tennessee, then this is like, yeah, that was, I mean, it was great, but it didn't lead to something. No, I, I get right? what well, you're
0: saying. I get what you're saying. It's In St. Louis, we have the Albert Pujols home run off of Brad Lidge, but right. then they lost the next game, and so it doesn't necessarily have the romanticism in uh, what? The, and the, and the Royals had that big comeback against the A's, but then they lost to the Giants, right, in the World Series. That was yeah. the same year. Even I the think.
5: David Freeze yeah. heroics yeah. wouldn't have mattered as much as they had the had. 100%, yeah.
0: you're exactly right. And so, I, I get that, but as far as a single day and a win to stop a 24-game winning streak on the road. What I'm saying is, and I get what you're saying, and it's, it's, but I, I think as far it's as the optics discussion. for Missouri is still cons- it's like oh, like last week, Missouri wasn't even listed as one of the teams with a 1% chance of winning the national champ. I wasn't like, how come Missouri? They're biased. I don't give a damn. They probably forgot, <laughs> but, but that's the issue. Missouri is forgotten, and if you go and you beat one of these teams, even when they beat Kansas, yeah, it was Kansas, but because it was Kansas, it didn't necessarily have the equity of beating what would have been a bigger program even Kansas State than Kansas it was fun for Missouri fans but it was Kansas so it wasn't necessarily respected in college well this is Georgia in the midst of being the two-time defending national champions between the hedges on the road number one in the country and it's little old Missouri a 16-point underdog I think it helps change the optics for the foundation of the program so that is that's why rare.
4: I think. I, I mean, it's it, on a single day, yes, it, you can have that discussion. Is it the biggest win in school history? Um, I, I'll agree with that. I, I think ideally, then, you go on to win three in a row. And what I wrote this morning is this is the day you look at and say, that's the day I really – started to believe right that's what uh I I mean that's what Georgia was in the 2013 season the win at Georgia even though it was week five right that was the day where everybody said hang on I I think this is something more than maybe I thought it was before kickoff and so that's what you hope Saturday turns into um you know but obviously that's all to be determined I mean I, I keep bringing up how Pinkle used to say you know that Every game's your biggest game if you keep winning. I mean, the next one is always bigger right. as long as you're winning. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's the biggest game, period, in nine years. And you can make the argument that it would be the biggest win in school history.
0: God bless. Those who win in November will be remembered. Gary Pinkel. Oh, really?
5: Yeah. Okay. Gabe, is it, does Georgia have an obvious weakness that sporting Mizzou might try to attack? <laughs>
4: No, they they do not. Um, I mean, you know, they're like I, I ran all the statistical numbers versus last year because I think most people, and I include myself here, don't think Georgia's as good as it has been the last two years. Georgia fans the certainly kind of are, feel
0: that way. I
4: know that. Yeah, the numbers are virtually identical to last year. Now the difference is last year that was a those were full season numbers that included four games against top fifteen teams. I, the best team Georgia's played this year is. Kentucky? You know, so we don't really know yet. Georgia's next three games are its toughest three games of the year before the SEC title game in the playoffs if they get there. Um, so what they really are is going to be determined over the next three weeks, very, very similar to Missouri. I mean, Missouri fans are, are really excited and riding high, and I completely understand why. But the reason Missouri is ranked 14th right now behind a, pretty much every other one-loss team is – if you look at it, I mean, the best wins Kansas State, yeah. you know, and that's it's a good win, but it's like you're saying, it's not Georgia, it's it's not even to me Tennessee, you know. So um, I, Missouri still, Missouri has done a lot more than most people expected, but I think still certainly there are questions, and I think those questions are fair.
0: Any other questions before we let the Colonel, current... James? I feel like you have James. James no, 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 I always write out... a few things down. James typed
2: out over there. That doesn't go on in this studio. Well, no, I'm, what the I'm... Hell? I'm watching Georgia and Florida.
1: on. <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> Georgia on
2: Florida on Saturday, and I'm thinking to myself, would I be more surprised if Mizzou's offense moved the ball rather easily on Georgia, or if Mizzou's defense got after the Bulldogs, on, you know, on that side of the ball? Which would surprise you more, Gabe? I mean, if Mizzou had a, a career day on offense or defense?
4: Yeah, I, I think Missouri's better chance to win this game is like 27-24 rather than 45-42. Yeah. I, I just don't see the Georgia defense, you know, giving up a, a complete shootout and, and losing it. Um, so I guess I would say it would, would surprise me more if, if Mizzou's offense was incredible than if Mizzou's defense came out and, and figured out some answers and suddenly you're talking about like a 20-17 to 17 game or something. Yeah.
5: All right. Well, I thought so, you to ask a question. Well no, I was just uh wondering what, what you have an ultimate prediction or you're out of the prediction business at this point?
4: I, I mean, I, I'll pick Georgia to win the game, oh. I think. I don't know what what okay. the score will be. I it's not out of the question that Missouri wins, but you know, look Look, Georgia's a 16-point favorite for a reason, and I'm not sure that that number is unfair. Like I said, I I think the game is is more about what Georgia does than it is about what Missouri does on Saturday. And I would just like to – I feel like we're coming to a close. I would like to say that at the beginning of the call, I did not care at all about Major League Soccer. I now kind of care because it seems pretty apparent to me that Doug cares (laughs) to make me care. So, because Doug cares, I'm very glad that Kansas City won that game. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, we gosh. would have been
0: talking smack this morning. What happened mm-hmm. I, I, so I was, walk, I was walking in here this right. morning, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we got Gabe at 9 o'clock. And then I'm like, my guess is Gabe doesn't even know this game existed, yeah. which shows the shift in the way things have worked between St. Louis and Kansas mm. City over the last quarter century.
5: Well, I fell asleep before the game started also.
4: <laughs> well, had, had Doug began this interview with – had St. Louis won – City or whatever village, whatever their team is called. Oh, oh. And they won. Oh, Doug uh, and Doug started this interview with Soccer Smack. Like, this interview would have been over. I
5: would. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what's worse
0: for you, Soccer Smack or Doug asking about the uniforms they wear between them? Oh, yeah. That. What kind of costumes <laughs> will they wear? Uh, it,
4: <laughs> Both awful. Maybe by next week, Doug comes up with something oh. to talk about, but I don't imagine <laughs> it. There
0: likely. it is. There it is. The Colonel, uh, not on board with Major League Soccer or uniform uh, questions, no. but you can read his thoughts at powermazoo.com. Doug, welcome to Joe Week.
5: Yes. Gabe's going to have a big party weekend down there, I that's guess. Right. Cut a swat down there as he did in Columbia. And that's exactly right. He and James Carlton will be Brad Pitt
0: and George Clooney running things down there. I'm out. Uh, Colonel, thank you so much as always.
4: All right, guys, have a good one. All right, The Gabe.
0: Colonel, Gabriel P. Diarmond of powermazoo.com
2: presented to you by the great James Carl Complete hypothetical for you. you I'm put, doing hypotheticals yeah, this morning. Yeah. Doug won't. Carson Beck is the quarterback for LSU. Did they beat Mizzou that day?
5: probably not. No. I don't think that, that he's particularly. Well, good he's not you.
2: mobile and that's what yeah. gives me a little bit more optimism cuz the you def- go. We're on the, the same page. The defense funds. got after LSU. They did. He was just elusive. and then he would yeah. go. <laughs> he's like
6: just like too. I
0: have no like I watched I watched cuz I bet Wisconsin uh on Saturday night so I watched Ohio State. I actually came away more impressed with Ohio State than I was going into the mm-hmm. game, but it's obvious not about their offense. I just Listen, Marvin Harrison Jr. may wind up being one of the greatest receivers in NFL history, for all I know. But to me, Jaden Daniels has a much bigger impact on LSU success than o- Marvin Harrison Jr. does
2: on Ohio State. No question, so I, but they have two losses. I mean, that's I, why I, they're. Gonna-
0: I don't. I just. I just don't get it. I, like Jaden Daniels, to me. I don't have to look what the odds are, but I really think, because I really like LSU's chances in Tuscaloosa this weekend. I'm surprised that they, well, they were a six-point, now it's down to three-point underdog, so people are, I guess, hip to that. Uh, The money's hip to it because the money's on LSU. But if they beat Alabama, they're going to the SEC championship game.
2: It's kind of not a sweat. Yeah, Florida's not going to beat them. So who else? I don't, it's it's, in, it's yeah. in Baton Rouge. Okay. Florida's not
0: beating yeah. them in Baton Rouge. No. I mean, I guess, And of course, anything's possible. You always have, you can't say with absolute certainty. And then they play, they play some rando the rest of the way. They're going to the SEC championship game, and they can obviously beat Missouri. We've seen it, and I think they can beat Georgia, too. Mm-hmm. So if they win the SEC championship and he's the quarterback... Jaden Daniels is going to win the Heisman Trophy. It's plus 400. Ah, crap, it started to move down. <laughs> they're, they're on it. I gotta, have you seen the, uh, the futures? Is Missouri still plus 30,000? Uh, Missouri to win the national title is still plus 30,000. All right, because I like, hmm. really got to throw $100 on that. And I realize I'm probably just lighting it on fire, but I mean, for the hell of it, why not? I now get what the guy who is saying, Tim, it'll never happen. He's just a Kansas guy, but God, is he consumed with it.
5: It'll never happen that Missouri wins on national Yeah, league? I mean, it's a year. This is coming out that the Jayhawks just beat Oklahoma for and the I first time in like I was 25 years. i for Kansas, yeah. not
0: only because I beat bet Kansas, because I really thought Kansas could win that game. but Not
5: anymore. We're not pulling for him now. Not after this that guy. comment.
0: Uh, <laughs> never happening. Why is the committee so biased on overrated SEC? Is it just money? Uh, let's see. Uh, and then he was mad at the Plowhawk for talking about Illinois beating Kansas. KU was just there for the people of Maui. Of course, Kansas always.
1: The people of Maui. <laughs> they, played it, they played their starters almost the entire game.
0: This is the kind of guy, because we have some Missouri fans, and I don't know if you would fall into this category. James, are you consumed with hatred for Kansas? No. Uh, no, I mean, I, trust me, I root is. hard. I
2: root hard against them. I went like, to that I'm Kansas game the, last year.
0: I, I mean, I'm fine with Kansas. I mean, it's just I kind of don't. But I but I also realize that I'm in the minority on Missouri fans on that. But there are, like, some Kansas fans, and it's a really odd – one of the stranger flexes that flex on going to the Orange Bowl the year Missouri knocked them out of the national title picture. And I go, what a straight – you've lost to the Missouri team, but you're talking crap to Missouri fans. What a – what an odd thing! And I think this might be one of those guys.
2: Maybe it's a maybe it's a spike the football that AD is better and more effective at getting big bowl games than your yeah, AD. I don't but know. But I mean, oh wow, you know, the
0: the Cardinals hosted the Marlins today in Grapefruit League. It's the same. I just these like, <laughs> like, bowl games like who gives a damn? When it mattered, Missouri beat them and ended their undefeated season for the national championship. So sorry, I just and that, and, it, and it would have been the other way around. I would have been saying the same thing Absolutely. if you were on the other foot. You know, I would have because yeah. I am the anti-Missouri Missouri fan, and some people. Minds. James, always wonderful to have you in. Safe travels between the yes, hedges. Sir. and
2: hopefully by this time next week, KG's picking out his uh, tattoo artist for that big tattoo he's got to get if Mizzou beats Georgia. Oh, wow. Did you guys see that he put on that on the front page? He's yeah, getting a on tat his leg. On his, on his leg. Mm-hmm. Go Tigers.
0: Fight Tiger. There it is. Man, it's just like, that was just like uh, Ed Orgeron right there.
5: Right. Go Tigers. Well, Eli now says M-I-Z after every... He attack. does. Yeah, like, you know, Edward Rand set the standard for the whole
0: thing. There it is. Go Tigers. Uh, James Carlton, Carlson. I'm glad... I, I I felt like I wasn't breaking through to the Colonel, but he acknowledged. I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? I mean, you've, you've obviously... You, you saw... When Missouri used to play in September, they'd play mm-hmm. USC when they were in the Big 8, Alabama, oh, yeah. Penn State, Ohio Notre Dame, State, yeah. Ohio State. On my 21st birthday, actually, Missouri hosted Ohio State. Andy Katzenmoyer on Corby Jones. Look up that hit on YouTube. Holy crap. Uh, that was my 21st birthday, 1997. But as far as a, a win goes in the day, in the moment, I don't know how this wouldn't be, I don't know how something would be bigger, at least since the 1980s.
5: Do you agree with me on that? Or you, do you see? I, I guess. I, I don't have a remembrance for all these dates and games like you Well,
0: well you remember the Kansas game in 07. Sure, yeah. And that certainly was exciting. But, I mean, that was, if you followed college football... You knew Kansas wasn't as good as Missouri that year. And that's not because I went to Missouri. I don't give a damn. I just kind of call it how I see it. Like, Georgia's better than Missouri. I acknowledge that. But, of course, things can happen. But I wasn't like, holy crap, Missouri beat Kansas. The country will pay attention to Missouri football if they win at Athens and are an 8-1 and one team mm-hmm. that shoots into the top 10 without yeah, question. It's probably. just a matter of where. And then all of a sudden going holy crap. Now, what will also happen that will infuriate Missouri fans is, what will the talk be? The SEC is down. The SEC yep. is down. That what, that's what would have happened had Missouri beat LSU.
5: Early, why did they schedule homecoming for the LSU game? <laughs> exactly right. Ryan Kelly. Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, you know, and, and listen, the thing about the, L- the SEC being down
5: this year, it's a fair
0: conversation when you look at the non-conference. The best non-conference win date, I think, is Missouri over K-State, and that required a 61-yard field goal. Maybe it's old Miss-Tulane, but that tells you a lot. Uh, because the SEC lost to a bunch of conferences, including Texas winning at Tuscaloosa.
5: Well, there were, there were several years there where Alabama was just so good. Yes, and LSU and was one of the best undefeated. teams ever with Burrow yeah. and Chase. And, and people just kind uh, of assumed that the national championship went through Alabama, and so therefore the SEC must be the toughest conference.
0: And now recently Georgia and then, then LSU in, in 2019, which I still think might have been the best team ever, just was one brief moment, and then it went away. Um so I'm not sure I just I, I, all I know is I haven't seen Missouri at their high in three straight games in my lifetime like I've seen with the first half against LSU first quarter against LSU the final three quarters against Kentucky and the first half against South Carolina. The the strange thing about it is they also in the same games have in, te- in terrible quarters. The third quarter against LSU was really bad. The first quarter against Kentucky I think was the worst. And the second half against South Carolina, that kind of has an asterisk just because I think they were just trying to get through that thing and, and shut it down. I think they knew Burden was a little off with his shoulder and just wanted to get the hell out of there with a win, and they are up 24-0, no need to really be intense with it. But, uh, and they knew South Carolina couldn't do anything offensively. So you've seen this team in the last three games play some of the best I've seen and then some of the worst. You can't afford to do that against this team on the road. But if they can play like they did for a time against LSU, Kentucky, and South Carolina, I think they can play with anybody. But because it's Missouri, and then if you want to individualize it to me, because I went to Missouri, it's like, oh, you're biased and you're a homer. And, you know, I just tell you what I think. I mean, I put my money on it this year. I took the, the win total of six and a half, and that wasn't a homer. I don't put my money on crap because I'm from here or went to school there. I just tell you what I think. And I think that they actually can do it. And I think as, as James asked, which is a great question, if Beck's the quarterback of LSU, does LSU win that game? Absolutely not. It's not a shot at him. It's a compliment no. to Jaden Daniels. That's how good Jaden Daniels is. But at the same time, if the LSU with offense with Jaden Daniels had George's defense, Missouri probably loses that game by three touchdowns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to consider the push and the pull of the whole thing.
5: So these people that don't like your opinion, what would you suggest they do to you? Is well, that... I have a hole. Yeah, I thought it involved your dirt star.
0: And I welcome you to whatever angle you want. <laughs> no. And then, Doug, watch this little tongue.
5: Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, it was like a little lizard. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I brought it up now. Very sorry. Uh, let's see what we win. Oh, how about this?
0: Stephen Wildwood's got a plan. If we win Saturday, I am going over to St. Louis U High and tearing down the goalposts and throwing them in our pool here. Take that, Wingo. Mm. That's from Stephen Wildwood. So he's going over to Oakland Avenue and tearing down the goalposts fun. of St.
5: Louis U High. I'm sure Kansas will be fined a couple hundred grand for doing that. But, you know, that was the moment that all those kids that were there will remember for the rest Absolutely. of their lives.
0: Absolutely. I got no problem with that at all. It yeah. was a great win.
5: Mm-hmm. You should tear down the goalpost after a win like that.
0: What is the most surprising win of college football, the Power Five anyway, this year?
5: I would say that one. I'll go with the Miami-Georgia Tech game.
0: That Georgia Tech beat Miami? Or the way that it went? The way that it went the down. The way oh, that it went, yes. finish, yeah. The way that it went, I would say actually Virginia-North Carolina, but now North Carolina lost to Georgia Tech on Saturday night. Yeah. Boy. So that, that, that thing, that's a death spiral. Uh, it would have been Arizona State-Washington. Could have been South Stanford-Washington. Yeah, I think you would probably make a case for Kansas against Oklahoma. I think, I think but they were only a seven-point underdog. Yep. That's
5: yeah, the they're thing. Better than I
0: mean, Washington was a four-touchdown favorite against Arizona State. It just happened at 12.30 in the morning, St. Louis time, so half the country wasn't even aware
5: of it. Kansas is a perfect example in college sports. It's just all about the coach. If you have a good one, like the guy they got now, or Mangino there for a few years, you can take even a program that's been at the depths for decades and get them to the top or near the top.
6: Leopold's going to get poached. Oh sure, someone's yeah. gonna grab him.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I looks like he likes building something there. I don't know. Yeah,
6: but the resources you can get at other schools, bigger name schools, are so much better. where's is he? Is better. Where would he go? I'm not. Michigan, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan oh, State. I ain't
1: touching Michigan State with a 500-foot. Don't pole, say I bro. ain't. I could know. I, I think that's
0: what the plowlock means, though. I think he means it.
1: That 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 that's going to be a nightmare. The Mel Tucker thing ain't even close to over. You don't know what kind of sanctions are going to be brought on. The Players are going to be exiting stage left faster than ever. I mean, you would have to have patience like a Kansas there right now. Well, that I was like, just an be, example. No, I, mean, I get it. I, I just Arkansas's don't know. job might be. Arkansas is a good job. Florida. I don't yeah. think florida done got with Napier a couple yet. more years in I, yeah. I don't know if they're real happy about where they are right no. now. Probably not.
6: Nobody in the SEC is ever if they,
0: let me, uh, Not necessarily, but uh, they, they get unhappy really quickly is yeah. what mm-hmm. I would say. That's mm-hmm. more accurate. I think Jimbo Fisher, if he would have lost to South Carolina, he, they would have been on buyout patrol today. Um, and I think if Billy Napier loses to Arkansas this weekend, you will, you will hear the rumblings because they still have LSU, they still have Florida state and they still have Missouri. So this is a good chance the last game that they win. And if he loses to Arkansas, which I think is possible, by the way, um, you could see him being the guy because right now people are assuming it's Sam Pittman. Um, if you're you're taking your, your sec head coach death pool. Pittman, Jimbo Fisher, Napier, you got a weird situation at Mississippi State because the head coach there replaced Mike Leach after he passed. So it's not like he was a, you know, big search committee hire. So it's a little different situation there.
1: I think Arkansas has a good job. They got a lot of resources. They got Jerry Jones money jerry jones <laughs> i'm sure Florida's, he's a big
5: booster florida is one of the premier places it's in america to coach
1: probably unbelievable campus probably unbelievable you probably, resources. you probably got a
5: couple hundred four and five star recruits every year just in the state of florida playing you got as, as big a budget as there is anywhere i saw recently he was ranked the number one public university in america
0: it's got it all yeah it's got it the really weather does. it's a quality school yeah.
5: mm-hmm.
0: got the alumni with some cash uh i know jackson hates the beakers but any reason you can give to leave kansas can be said for mizzou that's from arbor day i don't follow that i'm sorry i'll
6: disagree just based upon the fact that missouri plays in the sec Uh, that alone is a reason why you would stay in missouri over similar like us i understand what you're saying but oh uh, i thought you were talking
0: about just as a resident
6: you're talking about a coach coach yeah i think an sec job automatically trumps a big 12 and a kansas job i mean. I, and I don't mean to, because I know the weather was bad and it was crappy, but that Oklahoma, the student section was half full. Like, that you just don't get the reception at Kansas for football that you will with basketball. You never will. It's a blue blood founder of the sport of basketball. It's just not a football school. I don't think it's crazy to say that. Now I know Mizzou's been stuck in mediocrity for the better part of two decades, but you're seeing some rumblings now, programs in the right direction, and again, they're in the SEC. It's just different.
1: My problem with the coaches, one bad move, it doesn't matter if it's your coaching style. If you have a couple bad years at a better program when you left, you're, never get, you're hardly ever getting another big-time job. You have to crawl your way to that. So, like, Leopold's in a great spot. If he bombs I get out of Arkansas, saying. he's not getting a well, Kansas like, job like, Well, again, I get
0: what right? you're saying. You're right. You're very astute on that plow. Like, Matt Campbell was the, the darling... You, you got to seize it. Now yeah. he's getting yelled at by a fan walking off the, the practice field up in the hot with seat. Yes, yeah, like he he's is. Like, is if, for those who've seen that video, that's why Luke Fickle he had it going at Cincinnati. You got to seize the moment and 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 go. As as much as it sucks, I respect the hell out of what Pinkle did, but yeah. that that's a one in fifty kind of situation there, where a guy gets a chance to talk to Michigan and he's at Missouri and he passes on it. You know that is that's super. Rare. Uh, people were wondering where "quote Papa Turtleneck" is. Who he has is. returned. Herb's the hog wanted to know.
3: <laughs> I didn't see uh, James leave. He left quite some time ago. And I heard you still talking a Zoo from outside the hallway. So, hey, I said, "I think he's still in there." <laughs>
6: okay, that's bull-ass. It was sold out. out. Right. That's from Todd Reising. I, just, I mean, I, I, I like. I get. Like, I want to say. I know that the game was a lot more full before the weather delay. But your biggest win, probably in program history, maybe certainly the last two decades. The student section. I saw a picture. It was not full. The stadium was not full. Yeah, you I can't convince me otherwise. I yeah. got my eyes work. There was yeah, some empty I, seats. I, I, up you want to invite Todd
0: Reising to be the undercard on uh, Dave Doring and no, Steve I just, Smith?
6: I hate when people like only hear what you what they want to hear. Like I said, did not have a shot at the world. <laughs> I know, but like the but like before, I said I understand. It was pretty full before the game went to weather delay, but afterwards it was not.
5: No, it wasn't.
6: No, Thomas Jackson.
5: I said
3: to a friend of, of mine, we were talking about the game.
6: You watched the game with somebody? Yeah. No, I, I, no.
3: We were what afterwards. We were talking about something else. Was this He's, in the chat room in that by female? No, just a friend. We were talking, um, and we brought up watching football on Saturday. said so that, K State, you know, the KU game was great, and uh, I said to myself, I'm surprised they had enough people in that stadium to carry the enough KU fans in that stadium to carry the uh, goalpost down.
5: Mm.
3: Todd is coming for you next. Mm, yeah. You know, so I'm with Jackson.
5: How many does it take to carry a goalpost?
3: There are a lot of Oklahoma six? fans there.
5: I, Ray- bet, I bet six people could carry a goalpost out. To get them down. To, to get them down probably takes 20. Uh, well, Raby, I was being
3: I, facetious, but i, yeah, I know. that was a shot at not a lot of KU fans still there.
1: I think Raby brought up a great point with B-1, but Illinois is so bad. Illinois is twenty. 20- time below Kansas. is right a now.
0: real interesting case study on college football head coaching to leave, to leave Madison to go to Fayetteville, and then he gets whacked on the field at Fayetteville, another coach that Missouri got fired, uh, and then gets the champagne job.
1: I, we are desperate for any name brand to try to at least entice. Illinois might be in one of the worst positions in any college program. Because of the record. caliber of offense in the Big Ten West? That and just like, why would you go there? I love champagne to death, man, but like. Still trying to replace Ron Zook. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) Great recruiter. You you can't go there and think you're going to have any sort of. Real success, and that's a that's I gotta, a
0: bummer. I got. I just realized it's 9:51, oh, right. and there is some uh, bad hosting going on here. Uh, Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community. When someone seeks help, the IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individuals struggling and family-like. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at illinoisrecoverycenter.com. Longo Biggs is a sponsor of TMA. CD Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm will take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim. They were at the dotum, and they have provided Doug and I with wonderful Holderness and Bourne shirts. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, they got one for you, My too. I one went out of Goggle
1: right. to make myself not look poor, and it was and worked.
0: And oh. it's got the little TMA logo on it. CD and Doug are trial lawyers, meaning they won't settle if there is an obstacle or complication. In your case, in fact, most cases have them, and Doug and C.D. will overcome those obstacles and take your case all the way to trial if necessary. In injury cases, there's going to be a lot of money on the line, uh, and that's where C.D. and Doug specialize. They are St. Louisans. I have gotten to know them. Uh, one's a wonderful ball striker, Doug. Oh. That's not to
5: say the other isn't. Really? It's
0: not to say the other isn't.
5: Sound like a shout at the other fella. But I'm
0: just saying one. Okay. Uh, is a wonderful and You'll just have to guess which one it is. Longo Biggs, Injury Law, accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. Longobigs.com. Remember the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on adverts. And, Doug, you studied quantum physics at Kirkwood
5: Craig. Bats? I did, yeah. It just, you know, that kind of subject matter was very early in my education. Third or fourth grade, if I remember yeah, right. You were in third grade for that. Yeah. I remember that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Craig Betts uh, and uh, his son David are at Glen Betts Jewelers, third and fourth generation of the Betts family. It goes back to 1941. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941. Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love, the three L's. It's GlenBettsJewelers.com. located one mile east to 270 on Manchester in De Pere. This is the time of year where a number of gentlemen in their 20s and 30s uh, start going, you know what? Maybe it's time to settle down. Maybe she's the one, Doug. Uh-huh, well, sure. if that's the case and you're going engagement ring shopping, go to Glenn Betts Jewelers, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester and De Pere. It's glennbettsjewelers.com. And think about it.
6: Okay, I'll think about that for a while.
0: Uh, Balloon party coming up here in a matter of moments. Jackson, you want to tell the people what's coming up?
6: Sure. We'll Pills weekend wrap-up. Woot! Woot! uh, Take that,
0: Doug. We got something coming.
6: And then we'll have Jeremy Rutherford on at 1045 to talk about the Blues, Canucks, and upcoming matchup on Wednesday with the Blues and Avalanche. Oh, okay. How do you do? That
5: sounds like a heck of a program. Yeah, look at that.
6: It's not a thorough, fair Thursday. (laughs) Nope.
5: Well, weekend wrap-up, that still leaves things pretty wide open, I guess.
0: What's the first question on the weekend wrap-up? Dogs. You're going doggies.
6: In St. Louis, that's the biggest story right now. Yeah. But no, what about for the 101 back. audience? Well, I mean, we're going to talk about a blues game that happened two nights ago where they lost 5 nothing over a playoff game. It's the radio station is the home of the blues. It's the, but it doesn't change the lead.
5: No, it can.
0: Boy, <laughs> It can. Doug's got a personal story that will leave off air for (laughs) for his theory as to what's going on uh, that has nothing to do with this particular operation. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the design air heating and cooling email of the day. Buck Swope with a one goal lead. He can clinch the bump of October with a win today. But the JV golf coach does control his own destiny. If he wins the final two, he wins the month. Uh, Ann Young, takes are funny because they're misinformed and usually aren't inherently bad takes at the core, but then there's pot roast. Oh, pot roast. His are the deranged ramblings of an uncut has-been. Quote, I know you guys are talking soccer, but the real story everyone is actually talking about is
1: <laughs>
0: Matthew Block at some event down under. I didn't say it. Scott Hand did. durk a durk unquote. <laughs> Jesus! Oh. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, aka SMR Ting Ting 2.0, a shadow title sponsor of TMA. We have shadow titles?
5: Brian Henshin, shadow sponsor. It's Michael Block. You should know that it can cover sports. <laughs> you still think that's the big story of the weekend? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the big story. I just brought it up. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got. Jackson, have you read all of these?
0: Yeah. 100% sure.
6: Uh, I mean,. Pretty confident in uh, the ones I have. They vile. Uh, let's let's just be safe on that one. Now we're com- now we're confident. All okay. right, okay. just deleted something. Well, it's just better to be safe than sorry. Okay.
0: Oh, you did delete. He did, Doug. That was a good read on your yep. part. He did delete. Uh-huh. That was I a seasoned do. veteran move. Maybe you can read it now, and then if it's all right, send it back into the filtered file. Uh, Sadie Hawkins, Doug. The Doggies lost four-one to Sporting Kansas City. The Blues lost five-nothing to the Canucks. The Billion Series finale landed the plane. No spoilers. The guy on the fan page who recorded Iggy's Hall of Fame speech did not appreciate Iggy firing multiple shots at him for being there Mm. when, in fact, he cleared it with Iggy in advance. What in the hell is that? Iggy, you're back on the fan page? No. Okay. The guy on the fan page who recorded Iggy's Hall of Fame speech did not appreciate Iggy firing multiple shots at him for being there when, in fact, he cleared it with Iggy in advance.
1: How'd you fire shots, at Eddie? Wasn't yeah, he, that's what I thought. Wasn't, what I, wasn't he there for another bowler? Like, he was there. He, people were... Should
3: be able to I don't remember saying, yeah, go ahead. I think he said something about he's going to film it, but I didn't, I didn't say, who are you, or whatever. I don't care. He could have. I don't know. I just, a lot of things happened that night. I don't remember. Wow. Right. What else happened at this bowling In the game? green room?
1: I bet you things were popping. Ah, I really out. wasn't paying attention.
3: So are you mad that he recorded your speech? No. I just said I didn't remember anybody recording it, how it got on the fan page. But you're not mad that it is? No. I can. So why'd knows? you take these shots at him? I didn't take any shots at so I was about now.
1: to say, you're on the fan page taking shots I, at me. These listeners just make things like they want it to be true.
3: I could be misreading. I'm sorry. I want that on the record. Especially when it comes from Buckswope and Doug, you know I'm Buckswope.
1: No, <laughs> I remember sure a
3: guy were. coming up to me and saying that I blocked him because uh, he was friends with Dave Jackson when that whole Dave Jackson thing was going on he goes you know I said dude we're all good you already apologized to me to TMA we're all good he goes okay he says I'm gonna record this and I said go ahead I don't care I didn't know what was going on the fan page
5: but says, then you took shots at him <laughs> I
1: can't, can't believe her. you took so many shots
5: right there on the fan page that you're not
1: on
0: but I think ah. the lead is Australian golfer Scott Hens tweet disapproving of Michael Block's that wasn't sponsor. Even close to being true.
3: We talked about the other things first.
0: <laughs> to the Australian Open, ours is the type of presentation uh, 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 where the board up feels free to drop in at any following a miserable playoff loss to reveal he wasn't familiar with the playoff format. And thought our team was already eliminated. Yeah. Yikes. I did.
1: I got, I got excited for no reason. <laughs> the
0: last time I saw a St. Louis team lose their playoff opener in brutal fashion following a great regular season, they went out with a whimper in the following game and went down a death spiral from which they have yet to recover. All is not lost, though, because I'm being told we actually didn't play that badly in the first half, during which we surrendered three goals and scored one, <laughs> and this loss will help us in November. Mm-hmm. Nice of Gabe to pop in to offer his absolute indifference toward the MLS playoffs as if it was a neighborhood pickleball tournament when he said, there's not many sporting events that would cause me to gloat less before offering a new entry on the Mount Rushmore of Gabe Drops. Quote, we're kind of having a meaningless discussion here. Joining the likes of it's quite obvious at this point that someone is being lied to. You guys still there. And... This is brutal. Mm. Thanks. That's from Buck Swope. And okay. Doug, that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Buck I guess Swope. JV Golf Coach did not get back no, into the filtered he did file. He probably
6: would have been fine. Better be safe than sorry. Wow. Like so that. Buck Swope oh. is in control of his
0: own destiny now. Okay. JV Golf Coach has to hope that we go with Brian Henschen, and then he wins tomorrow, and then it forces a one-game playoff on uh, Wednesday, Doug.
5: Okay. Well, I'll try to push it to tomorrow. I'll vote for Brian Henschen. Shadow sponsor. <laughs> See, I would do that, but
3: then I'd be going against what I thought was the best email, so Friends. i, I got to say Swope. Fuck Swope is shit! Dang, not not a Lucas Design Air Heating and Cooling email the day, but also the
0: Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the month congratulations to buck swope and congratulations to jackson because now you're about to go down the hallway and do balloon party switch over to youtube to 101 espn you can talk it over with tiny pp uh for the Plowhawk, for action jackson for kenneth e. Strode, from my brother kevin for douglas elvin vaughn i'm tim mckernan this has been tma presented to you by brown and croupin from the michelo Bolter studios